You want to pull up that? You want to pull up the website? Remember, there's a dash there. Alpha Lima Tango. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm gonna. I gotta order Tony a special shirt. He wants the. Uh, um, the molecule shirt, in, but in green. Lime. Lime green. The molecule shirt. The. The oh bother shirt. Did you, yeah. Have you seen? Did you look on the website at all? Oh, I saw the oh bother thing. Did you see what, the description of it? Oh, I think I did read that one. I can't remember what it said offhand. Yeah. Um. I'm gonna pull it up. Yeah. And then can you throw it on the screen so we can look at it. Yeah. So like I've been trying to like for the shirts. Um. Um. I've been trying to put like just ridiculous like not maybe not ridiculous but like interesting like descriptions and stuff um they click on the you mean write a description yeah for sure yeah you go to the shop it'll pull it up up top so you're saying it's all right to go over the top yeah <laughs> over the dare top I, that's a, dare i say that's a phenomenal movie full uh, <laughs> no just kidding guys yeah so so that's right i, I need to oh bother and then oh the places we could go eeyore because like, it just reminded me of like the frowny face and like it just seems like a his, part of his his body like his like part of his body just kind of like falls off like oh yeah so um but yeah a little shameless plug there t-shirts are up at the website um we've we've had order and in order i think at this point i haven't really told too many people about it. i started throwing it up advertising it but um nice yeah, I was, uh, I was, it kind of, it was funny. I was talking to somebody the other day. I said something about how we had t-shirts up on the website and they're Bella canvas. They're like, like, that's the only shirt I wear. I was like the most comfortable shirts ever. So those are up there, but I'm going to, I'll get you a, a special order one. So if anybody out there has some ideas for some fun shirts, I'm down to do some fun stuff. Um, but that shirt is, a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm, I haven't told anybody what it, what that molecule shirt is. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's. <laughs> I just want to be able to have to figure it out. Oh. So. The, my patients <laughs> always ask me when they see the that one picture on the wall. Yeah. Like, what is that? You gonna I'm wear like, that one to sh- to work? Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. I had a Guinness shirt on the other day for goodness sakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be. A, I think it's a. Most people don't like look at it. You know, so it's like a lot of people like, what the, what is that? Yeah. Oh, what do you really want to know? Because I'll tell you. <laughs> Are there two N's? N, N? Yeah. So that's, it'll be a diametric trip to me. Yeah. I have, I have some other ideas for some shirts, but I figured I'd throw those up there first. But they're super nice shirts. I think those ones that I have that I gave Miles one, he, uh, I think he's going to enjoy them. I was thinking of him when I drove by Wolfie's the other day. Oh, dude. It was so I, funny. I almost stopped at the bridge to to do a little exploring. <laughs> Just to see if it was yeah. underneath the bridge? If not, I was going to put another one down there for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Just for anybody that yeah, goes and looks for it? For, for miles. Oh, man. Yeah, we've got, I've been getting a lot of feedback um, from that one. That but people enjoy it. I need to find a... Uh, I need to find a porn mag from like the 80s, though. Yeah, it'd be tough. When there was still Bush. Yeah, but they're going to be like, man, this seems awfully in pristine condition. Unless you can find one that's been used and abused and shoved I'm under sure, a bridge. I'm, I'm sure we could find a used one. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to find a used yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think so either. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he loved it, though. 
he had a great time. So that was, and I had a great time. So yeah, it was, it was highly irreverent. Yeah. Highly, highly irreverent. Yeah. Um, but I think it, I think it all, uh, worked out well. So it's funny. Some of the, like looking back at some of the things that like the people we've talked to and some of the conversations we've had, because I think one of the most listened and viewed was Rose's episode. Yeah. Naturally. Cause I think she has like a, a big, she has a big following. True. And, you know, um, but like some of the, some of the episodes I've gotten most comments out of were like miles. Yeah. And the Bitcoin one, Texas. And when we were talking about Texas and Bitcoin, I was like, I never thought people would like listen to that. And even the invisible ships guys, and they keep like, Oh man, I was listening to the, to the Texas and Bitcoin one. Like, man, I was really enjoying that. And I had people text me like, Oh, like what happened? Like, cause I cut off and I had to like, kind of whatever. They're like, man, I was really enjoying that discussion. I'm like, what? <laughs> I never, maybe some people are just as curious as I am. I don't know. More chronic curiositors out there. Is that a word? No, no. it definitely is not. It is now. See, nice no. little neologism for you. <laughs> um, I was going to tell you, man, I was at the, uh, I think it was Friday night. I was at a, a bar and uh, one of our old employees was like, hey, man, you should come out to a local bar. And his uh, his girlfriend was with him. And I said something about the po- a podcast. And he was like, you do a podcast? And she was like, yeah, you didn't know he does a podcast? She's like, I've listened to like every episode. And I was oh, like, his, his girlfriend? <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm a fan. I was like, well, appreciate you listening. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, I feel like uh, with summer coming, it's going to be, you know, and we got a lot of things going on. Um but I think we've gone through some some heavy, you know. I, I know we just kind of did a re, a six month recap just recently, but um, I think there's we've had some heavy episodes and some long ones, um. So I think it might be an idea to kind of tone it down a little bit, and uh, as much as I hate to appeal to people's short attention spans, um, I'm kind of like to just kind of. I think the miles episode really like refreshed, like hit the refresh button for me. There was like, Oh, like let's do more ridiculous shit. Not necessarily ridiculous shit, but like, I don't know, just whatever. Like, I, I think there's a lot of, I feel like we've covered so many topics and like had like so many different, like a variety of things like, but there's gotta be more out there. Just whatever. And I think people are surprised because I think, I get a lot of feedback that people are like, Oh, I had someone that was listening to the miles episode that I hadn't talked to in probably a couple of months. Yeah. Me. And they're like, I was like, Hey, like, and I talked to him every couple of months and, um, known him for years. And he was like, it's like, Hey, how's it going, man? He's like, Oh, I'm doing good. He's like, just driving down the road, laughing my ass off. listening to this miles episode. I'm like, it was a, <laughs> it was a wild one. And, um, you know, and then he goes, um, He's like, well, this is the first one I've listened to. He's like, I'd like to check out some of the other ones. Like, what, what are what are the other ones like? Not like that one. Yeah, I said nothing like Miles. I said, he goes, well, he's like, what are some good ones? He's like, well, are they all good? I said, well, obviously I'm a little biased, but um, I wouldn't say they're all good, but yeah, but they're, they're know, all decent, and there's some that are very good, and some that are superlatively speaking. No, but they're all they all have their 
their pieces. Yeah, they all sure. they are, they're all the pieces of the puzzle that fit in their own place. For sure. Um, but I was like, well, I guess it all depends on what you want, man. I said we have we do everything from super serious and heavy conversations to, well, the Miles episode. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was like, and if you you know like alien talk, maybe check out the Chris Dewan episode because we touched on you know. But even I was like, even that episode's it's not all about aliens. Like it's all it's a bunch of different stuff. Like it's about his kids beating on with toys he got from California, like ninja toys. Like you never know what you're going to get. It's just, uh, just conversations with people. I've, I've really, and I think when, when people hear like something completely different, you know, I think the invisible ships guys brought that up too, where it's, um, Oh, they said that, they listened to Miles episode and it was hilarious. I like to last last the last episode was just hilarious. I said, Yeah, it was he's a wild card. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, but like people hear one thing or they listen to a podcast and they know what to expect because it's just constant like thing. And I really like how it's evolved to this point where it's even I don't know what to expect. <laughs> you know, people are just like, oh man. You listen to one episode, and the next episode is completely different. So, I think that we should just continue to do that. That's. I feel like it's just getting blindfolded and just eating a jelly belly. Like, dude, Ooh. what? <laughs> are you going to get cat vomit? or Are you going to get something delicious? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or like <laughs> strawberry daiquiri. I don't know. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Either way, <laughs> it really is. Um, I don't think any of them have been cat vomit though. No, no, I, didn't, I wasn't yeah. trying to say any of them were cat vomit. Um, Maybe cat shit, but there's been I'm there's, not just joking. there's been some shit. But it's okay. I'm just joking. Um, but yeah, you have to listen. You have to go back and just listen to them, and find out what you like on your own. I think we you pulled the first three, didn't you? Yeah. So, well, like it was the the first two were essentially just like a four hour weird rant thing that just and we'd had the discussion before where like you know people like start something like oh i wish i could like go back and restart it yeah it's like well you can't do that but at the same time like they didn't really fit they didn't really fit the mold not that we have like obviously we just got done talking about how we don't have a mold eclecticism that's it. yeah you know but they didn't just quite yeah they just didn't quite fit um yeah so we pulled the first three just because it was I well, I I'll tell you this. This is a little insight because I realized people were going, and as they found the podcast, they'd listen to the first, first episode. Ones, yeah, I remember having that conversation. Right. So it was like you know, not that, and and for a long, I fought it for a long time inside myself um, because I was like, well, like fuck it, like this is what it is. Fuck what people think. I don't care. But I think after those first three episodes that were out, like there was some kind of flow to it. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Like I don't want people. Why is it? That's so weird. Oh, I got to figure. I didn't mess with it. Um, I don't want people to listen to the first episode and go, well, that's because, all of them are like, yeah. right. Cause the first three episodes are nothing like the rest of them. Yeah. So that was, that was why we pulled them. Um, but the rest of them are pretty much, I mean, there's been some evolution for sure along there, particularly with the video aspect of it. And, you know, yeah, but I think the rest of them are, they have a feeling, they have a vibe. 
there's a vibe to them. More than a feeling? Yeah, more than a feeling. There's not a mold, but there's a vibe. I would say there's definitely a vibe. Um, so, yeah. Um, long story short, T-shirts are on the website. <laughs> and there's all types of ways to interact. Because somebody asked me that the other day, too. They said, you know, how how can people reach out or, you know, how do you, how's the audience interact or whatever. Um, obviously if you're watching on YouTube, you can, you know, post comments or whatever. Um, there's the, but if you go to the website, chronic dash curiosity.com, there's ways to see all that, um, all of the links for the Instagram and everything, but there's emails and there's also, um, the forum on there, I don't, ex- I don't really expect the forum to like do anything for a long time because that's no. kind of like an arcane type of thing. But I put it up there just in case people want to, I don't know, just a, it wasn't hard to do. So I just did it. Um, if people want to, you know, throw ideas or whatever out there. Ooh, actually I should say this now. We do have an idea. I think we're going to do, we're going to do the, the hat thing. Yeah. Are you down for that? Yeah, no, I, I think that. Are you talking about kind of what I was saying with with like what Andy Stump does on Fridays? With yeah, yeah, in a sense. Friday, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you get people suggest some ideas, or they ask a question or something. We throw them in the hat, and then uh, we pull them out, and then we just talk about them. Yeah. So the the idea is, and this is going probably going to happen. I'd like to do it like occasionally, like maybe like once a month. Yeah, maybe it's once a month or once every like six weeks or something like that. Yeah. Um, but that was an idea which i don't know why we never thought about doing that because that's really neat especially with this did you say that oh no you well <laughs> oh now she's pissed I, I think i don't remember the questions thing i remember you talking about people interviewing us and reversing the roles Gee, Ca- which, castle's getting all pissed off yeah we offended someone and i didn't even use an r word yet yeah <laughs> i i literally suggested that like podcast number five because you had a gap and I said, why don't you put on Instagram, ask people some questions. What do people want to hear? Give you ideas. I'll read them. Okay. Well, yeah. It's fine. You guys figured it out on your own. No, maybe. I'll let it continue. That's right. Well, we just just have to be more aggressive next time. No. Episode five was a long time ago. I was just trying to help you out. Yeah, that was probably like 20 bottles of bourbon ago. Probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we're going to, the plan is to do that. Um, and I think we'd like to have a, a full table, have like a, not really a panel, but at least two more guests. Oh, I thought you meant like someone that we knew was going to build us a legit table. I thought oh, that's what you were getting oh at. yeah. Well, wait, I thought we, had, <laughs> uh, I, uh, so. I thought we already had that. No, maybe not. Um, we'll just, <laughs> I almost texted him on his birthday cause I saw it was his birthday recently. Yeah. I almost was like, Hey, happy birthday. Where's my fucking table? <laughs> like, Dude. But I thought that would have been kind of weird. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why I shouldn't even tell this story, but I'm going to tell it. There we go. I called him. Uh, it was the day before his birthday and I was at Huff's house and we were, we were working out and we were just huffing, you know, we're always talking crap. Right. And I saw this, this, there was this bat and it was flying overhead and it was flying real slow. Like this bat was just real slow and Huff's like, is that a bat? And I'm like, yeah, that's like the world's slowest bat. And it was headed right towards Tyler's parents. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, that's a bat. I'm like, can't you see it sending out its gaydar headed towards Tyler's parents? It knows he's there. <laughs> yeah. So I called him up and told him that. He's like, I'm so glad that's how you think of me. Such fond memories. <laughs> he's like, I love you. Oh. Old Tyler. He's um. We give him a lot of crap, but he's a good dude. He is. He is. Um, 
He's just always late and delayed. Like he just <laughs> like work. Uh, I just remember working on your deck at one point. He's oh, like, oh, I'm going to come help out. And then he shows up like two hours late. And then he was just got so drunk he was falling off of stuff. Right. Within a half an hour. Like, so, thanks, was, so was Jesse, though. Yeah. Thanks for the help, Tyler. <laughs> um, Wasn't that him when I moved? Oh, and yeah. He moved and the very last was, piece of furniture. Yeah, the very last piece. We're like, all right, that's it. You got, there's one more piece. Old, no one's going to help old you. Old Johnny come lately himself. Yeah. But he's, he puts a smile on people's faces. Um, yeah, that he does. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're going to have people, and the idea is to kind of maybe do that. So if, uh, that's another way to contact us, um, there's an email up there and whatnot, but, uh, questions, ideas, I think that'd be, I, I think we're like, like a minute or like maybe 30, I think 30 seconds is probably too short, but like a minute, just pull a question or like pull, like even maybe it just, it, we could even boil it down to like questions or ideas or like conspiracy theories or just a one word. You end up just pulling something out. It's just one word and you get a minute. The, <laughs> 30 seconds to the man across the table, please. Okay. 30 <laughs> seconds granted. Yeah. <laughs> to the, to the Congress person from you know, whatever, <laughs> I yield the rest of my time. Uh, I don't think you should be able to see them ahead of time though. Oh no, no absolutely that's the, not. That's the plan. So, well, yeah. well I think it's not going to be, um, I want to do that. yeah either we'll, we'll collect them all but then it's just literally i think we just put a someone gonna read them or do we are we gonna have we to could. learn like braille or morse code and then figure them out that way you gonna, that two gonna, dots and one dash or yeah, i'll can, read them i'll yeah. pull them out of a hat and read them yeah there we go and so, then i can keep it time to make sure we keep it going yeah, problem solved there we go we're gonna put the is it the academy? Is that when they start playing the music and they get you off the stage? Oh yeah, the clothes from music when they start playing the music over top of well, you. Well, the Chappelle one with the wrap it up box. <laughs> <laughs> the dude's banging his wife, and she's like, "Seriously, wrap, wrap it, it up." up. <laughs> it I'll just like, turn your mics off. If we learned anything from the presidential cancel. debate, someone should just be able to turn the mics off. Yeah. Oh, that's also <laughs> those fucking presidential debates. Those are brutal. Uh, that's not a bad idea. So. This has turned into one long commercial for the website, but go there and do all the things and yeah. send some in ideas and questions. Questions, and whatever. something you want us to touch on. Um, but we're obviously still have a lot of guests and stuff in the no, as well. Throw them in the mix, like you said, the full table. Yeah. Um, so that'll be that'll be exciting. Um, you know, I know we mentioned the uh, the Bitcoin thing, and I know today we were talking about. Um, investments and stuff off air. You, what do you? How are you feeling about it, Tony? You you think it's going to go to three hundred thousand? Oh, think it's going to do it this year, dude. I have no idea. <laughs> I still have people who are like, oh, like when we talk, I'm like, oh, that person, they're all into Bitcoin and stuff. I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's not a bad idea. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah. Have you looked into it? Well, no. Well, maybe you should. <laughs> we said, was it, tw is it it's 25 to 30 percent of all of the U.S. dollars? You say we're printed in the last, have been created in the last year, dude. Say that one more time, a little bit slower, so everyone catches yeah, that. 25 to 30 percent of all of U.S. currency, the dollar that is in existence right now, has been created in the last year. So it sounds like it's. 
super strong currency is what it sounds like. Yeah. So if you haven't or super to, soft, yeah, now. <laughs> super super soft. Uh, yeah. So if you haven't listened to the Texas Bitcoin conversation, that just goes. That's one more thing that's just like, man, there's something weird going on. Like our dollar can't last this. Well, they, they're saying now that they uh, even taxes like it's taxes won't get us out. Like it's impossible. Like all like even professionals are going, yeah, even taxes weren't, they're not going to get us out of this hole. Dude. So what do we, what do you got another great depression coming or what? I don't know. That's going to be the interesting thing. I don't know. Yeah. I know kind of going back to the conversation we had when I was with that computer programmer and he was just like, he doesn't really get into the market too much. He's got some good stuff in his 401k that he checked 10 years ago and he hasn't checked since. Mm. And I was like, dude, pull it up. Let's see what it is. And he's like, no, why would I do that? And I'm like, aren't you curious? And he had, uh, it was four stocks and it was like 50 or 55,000. And it was, uh, it was Google, uh, PayPal, uh, I think Apple <laughs> and, um, Cisco, I think. Oh, even with the recent pullbacks, he's and doing I, I just was, dandy. I, I was like, dude, you <laughs> yeah. got to have a mill in there. He's like, no way it's a mill. And I think we figured it was close to like 500,000. But um, that aside, he was talking about Bitcoin. And he was like, I just don't understand why people are putting money into that. And I said, well, what do you mean? And he's, he's a super smart dude. He, uh, I've had a bunch of different conversations with him. And some of the stuff he says is pretty funny. Like he's, he's very arrogant. And the way he says stuff is sometimes offensive, but I like him because he can always back it up. And I'm like, eh, he could probably say it a little bit differently, but it's kind of fun that he's <laughs> right. And couldn't it, we all? <laughs> and, and it rubs people the wrong way. But no, he said the fact that he's like, it's been hacked twice. And I was like, really? I said, I've never heard that before. I said, why wouldn't they, you know, why wouldn't this be out in the news? You know, they talked about double spending, which actually wasn't true. And, and he's like, oh, you can, you can go and look it up. Like it's, it's very well known. And he said it got hacked very early on. And then after it got hacked, he said the code, he said there's some underlying code and it, and it was made public, which made it infinitely harder to hack. And then I, I think the second one he said wasn't a true hack. And he's like, so the fact that it can be like hacked, but people are still willing to put their money in it. And I'm like, I, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, Yeah, but the same. So and, but those are two very piss poor examples well, and dude i'd love to get him on though man because yeah. he's you know i'm probably not doing it justice and he is smart i'm not saying that he's right um but he was saying he's not that it shouldn't be worth something um he's saying he thinks it should be more like twenty five thousand or thirty thousand and he's like i don't understand why people just keep dumping more and more money into it and driven it up to whatever it is now fifty four thousand fifty five thousand well that'd be my i would like to talk to him because that'd be my question is um you know, if to me, if an asset is worth something, it's got to be worth, especially to computer programmer, to look at something that he thinks could be hacked. You know, then how is it worth anything if it can be hacked? I'd like to see, and I'd like to know what he's talking about because I've heard I've heard people say like, oh well, this like when you dig into it, it kind of it's kind of like that double spending thing you talked yeah. about. Well, it was like well. It was just anomaly thing, and then when they really dug into it, like it turned out to really not be what yeah, I'll, we were I'll, all afraid of. I'll ask him for sure, and and if you know if he's not willing to come on, because I know he's a little bit more private, but I'll, at least for a link or something that we can yeah, read about it, and, 
the research. Yeah. Um, and to me, it it goes back to that conversation we had that anything could be. I guess give me something that can be hacked less. Well, and and that's what Bitcoin. I that's what I told him. I said, isn't it one of the most secure? Like I was like, name something else more secure, I guess. And I I don't remember if we had. A great answer, but I'm just thinking. I mean, how many times do you have to get issued a new card because your bank account got hacked? Right. But yeah, I was just, I was just thinking, yeah. my Visa card. Probably like three, three, three new cards in one year, man. From and I don't buy a lot of crap offline, so I don't know. Yeah, or, or my dollar bill. All right, you can't. I can't. No one can hack my dollar bill because it's tangible. But I, but it's I physical. Pull a gun out and rob you. Right. Well, even that, I could keep a hundred. You know, I could keep however yeah. many of them tucked underneath my bed but what if your house burnt down right or have it in fireproof safe or something right or even then how much is a hundred thousand like just using a house value how much is a hundred thousand dollars worth now compared to what it was five years ago yeah that's what you said about like the housing market yeah like you look at the housing market man if you were to buy a a hundred thousand dollar house five ten years ago that wouldn't get you shit now and that's only five years ago. Maybe two acres. Yeah, like without a house. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah, two in acres some of places, land. Yeah. but even some places that wouldn't get you. Yeah, even a fucking quarter of an acre. You know, depending on where you're at. True. You know, so it's just where. So where do you put your money at? You know, where do you do to? There's got to be something. Dogecoin. Doge. <laughs> Even I'm not a believer of Dogecoin. <laughs> sushi, sushi, whatever that thing is. Yeah, I'm not a believer in any of that shit. I do, I do have some, though, just in case. As much as, yeah, as much as Elon Musk and uh, yeah. Mark Cuban push it, oh, I'm yeah. like, you know what? Just in case this thing goes to, to, to a dollar... I'm going to have a couple thousand of them because they're like, I think it's like five cents I was going to ask if it was like six cents yeah, it's or like, five cents. Yeah, it's like somewhere around there. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Like, I've spent $200 on dumber things. I'll put $200 into it. And if it turns into, you know, if it goes crazy for a little bit, then all right. Then I made a few hundred dollars off of it, you know. Every- what, what platform was that on? Was that Robinhood? Because um, I don't think it was on Coinbase. Yeah, I think it was on Robinhood, which I... I you know speaking of Robin Hood this is here we go on a completely different topic than I ever thought I'd be on um I heard I heard a a conversation between Lex Friedman and I'm trying to remember his name now but he is he was the founder of Angel Investing I think Oh I, I'm trying to remember what his name was Wait um, wasn't Angel wasn't that Naval uh, I don't think Naval is Angel Vesson. Can you look up and see who? I, I can't remember his name, but um, he is—he's kind of a—he's an investor in like startup like companies and like you know growing like those small companies into something huge, um, which I know very little about. I know very little about investing. Period. But <laughs> even less. Wetzel? What's that? William Wetzel. Was it William Wetzel? Uh, that doesn't sound right. I don't know. He, he was on the Lex Friedman podcast. Um, do you have I think a couple 5X speed? And I, I have, I, I do listen to Lex Friedman at like one, uh, at least one and a half times to up to two times the speed because Lex Friedman talks so slow, which I know English like, isn't his first language. The sloth at the DMV. Yeah. He's like, um, who's that guy that did the, uh, the really super monotonous actor. 
he used to do the clear eyes commercials oh. for dry clear eyes like i'm trying to remember like bueller yeah is that the same is that the same? i don't know yeah but it's like um but because he's a russian guy lex friedman is um jason calicanis yes jason calicanis is that yeah jason calicanis um sorry we're all over the place there um so i, I was listening to a conversation between lex friedman and jason calicanis which is a, actually a really really good episode um but they talk a lot of, they talk about investing and they talk about uh, a bunch of different things and the state of kind of how things are. Um, you might want to listen to it sped up because Lex Friedman is an incredibly like intelligent, like individual. He works at like MIT doing um, like AI type stuff, but he's a Russian dude that came over and he's incredibly smart, but they yeah. were talking investing and he, Jason Calacanis was one of the people that um, oh, I can't remember his name now. The, the guy that started Robin hood came up to him. So Jason and Elon Musk, I think were hanging out at some like shithole bar after some kind of meeting or something. And uh, apparently he knows Elon Musk really well, but they were hanging out and this guy came up to him and uh, was it, Nah, I can't remember his name now. He's got a funky name. Yeah, it's what is it? Tough. T- I can't remember his name now. Yeah, I don't know. I gotta fix some shit. Um, but the guy that started Robin Hood, he was like, "Look, he came up to him and he goes, he's like, hi, you're, you know, you're Jason, or whatever.' He's like, "Yeah," and he told him his name. He goes, "All right, so what's your idea?" He's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well, you recognize me, so you know who I am. So like." What's your idea? Yeah. He's like, well, I want to start this investing platform. And, uh, and it was basically, you know, I, and to target younger people. And he was like, oh, so you want to start at a, a platform targeting the only people that don't, don't have invest. He was like, yeah, well, how much is going to cost them? That's the thing. It's free. And he was like, no, like what kind of fucking ridiculous idea is yeah. this? But it's, that's, he started, he talked about how he, he really looks at investing in, um, you know, the ideas that people won't think will work or the crazy ideas, because like we've kind of talked about before, like how the experts are always wrong. The craziest ideas are the ones that are, can, can be the most successful. Cause if someone's already had the idea before, well, you're doing an idea that someone's already had. So he kind of looks for those crazy ideas. This is the, that Jason guy does. Yeah. The Jason okay. Calacanis. Yeah. Okay. So he started, he, I think he's one of the people that are at top at angel investing and they, is this the same thing as angel list or is this different? Cause Naval is a co-founder of angel list for sure. Uh, I'm sure he, I'm sure they know each okay. other. I would imagine like just that. Community. I just, I didn't know. I was like, yeah, I that's no idea. a lot of angels. Yeah. So. I don't know. Um, but they say like, basically like if they take, if they have 10 investments, eight of them are going to completely outright fail. Got you. And two of them might succeed. One of them will be semi profitable and the other one will be, you know, to the moon. Um, so he knows, um, the guy that started Robin hood investing, because for those of you who don't know the whole, if you, I'm sure you heard the GameStop thing and all we talked about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, but the whole GameStop fiasco and a lot of people look at Robin hood and think that they were helping the institutional people and the hedge funds. And they were kind of doing their bidding by stopping trading and creating this whole frenzy. Um, we're not going to get into that, but 
this guy was talking about how like he knows this guy, you know, he helped him start from the ground up and he was like, you know, he's like, I don't think he said he's, I, he doesn't think that's what happened. He says he, you know, he thinks that there were some things that happened that weren't great because of the situation that was created around that. But he's like, you know, he's like, I just don't know if that's, he's like, I don't think that happened. Cause like, I know the guy personally. He's like, I don't think that was, you know, they made people make mistakes, but he's like, I don't think it was all nefarious, you know, and constructed for just to help these hedge fund managers out. But I don't know who knows. Yeah, I mean, Elon interviewed that guy like right after it happened. Yeah, it was shortly after they, they were on that clubhouse. Yeah. Fucking what a douchey thing. Like that's like the, like if it's as if social media weren't douchey enough, like, Oh, we've created a, a, a new social media where the elites get together and talk like, like really, we really need that. Like, isn't social media bad enough as it is now it's restricting who gets to be it's, I don't know, but yeah, Elon is a, I, I did. Did you ever listen to that? Uh, I don't know if it's like public or anything. I never like it a little bit of it. I thought it was like the end, I think and it had something to do with the fact that he, I think he asked him if it was a liquidity issue and he said, no. And then later on, he was talking to somebody else, and I thought he said yes. They had to well, raise that like was the whole thing. Was like they had, they didn't have enough liquidity to back yeah. up their yeah, trades. They needed anymore. another billion or something, and, right? And yeah, and so I th it was very weird that he said no and then yes, and maybe I heard it wrong. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's all confusing. There's so much shit out there. I just don't. I think I saw a statistic today that said like 39 percent of people don't have anything invested in the stock market. And then it said like uh, fifty nine percent of people think it's all rigged or something like something like that. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say it's rigged in the general in the like pure definition of rigged, because no one really knows. You know what I mean? Because well, you look at the GameStop thing. They might attempt. I think there's some rigging attemption. That's not a word. Um, <laughs> there's an attempt at rigging it. You know what I mean? I mean, you have enough money, like you can make it work. Um, but it's kind of like that uh, obscure thought here. If anybody knows Abbott and Costello, that was it. They were like from like what, like the fucking fifties. Yeah. Like the commuted the uh, who's on who's first. On first yeah. yeah. Did you ever see the one where he did like the the dollar bill thing? Or it was like a tw like a ten dollar bill or a five. Like he was getting he was like getting change, yeah, and, and all of a sudden he like ended up with like less money than yeah. he should have. Or whatever. He's like, how the hell did you do that? And even watching it, you're like. Oh, that's tricky. <laughs> you know yeah. I mean? Like, I feel like that's the stock market <laughs> in a sense. And people like, uh, there's definitely a disadvantage for the normal person. But that's the thirty. Is that the number? Thirty nine percent of people 30, don't have anything in the stock market. Thirty nine percent. Does that include like mutual funds, like four hundred one ks, and everything, or just? I just I didn't get to read the full article. It just was the title, and that's that's actually surprisingly low yeah i would think you figured it was like over 50 percent. That that'd, have... be, that'd be my guess i wonder if that number is just like recent because i feel like the last year people have really they got bored like yeah. me everybody's an expert everybody <laughs> everybody's an expert i wonder uh must be nice i wonder if that includes like 401ks and stuff because a lot of people like just put money yeah, in yeah. 401k and they don't even realize what... yeah some fund or some right i mean which is better than nothing to have something till the bottom falls out because of 
diversification. I talked to, I was talking to somebody, they, they were commenting on the Texas Bitcoin, um, episode. And they t I think, I think honestly, I think their first text to me was so like this whole Bitcoin thing, like, and I just kind of like, just laid it out like a real simple explanation again, like how, like, I don't think it's like currency, but it's, you know, kind of tr the transformation of currency through time and how we're kind of in a pivotal point of, you know, evolution in, in a sense of financial systems. And, uh, and I said something about like, you know, I, I kind of thought the same thing years ago until like, you know, I started learning about it and you know, they're like, wait a minute, like, so you actually own Bitcoin? And I was like, well, yeah, I said, I believe in it. Why the fuck would I own it? If I believe in it, like, I'm not trying to like, cause I, like I said, this isn't financial advice. I have no fucking credentials whatsoever, but it's something that like I looked into and I was like, man, like this looks interesting. But at the same time, like, I think in my mind, well, it's that diversification. It's all right. Well, what happens if this or this or that, whatever, like, all right, well, are you going to invest dad? Yeah. Are you going to invest? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Boats and hoes. Don't get me started on that. Yeah. Um, but in my mind, I think we talked about before too, where it was, all right, well, like I also think about if my power shut off, where am I going to get water? Yeah. How am I going to eat? How am I going to keep my family warm? Like if it's the middle of winter, like I think about all those things. So to me, Bitcoin is just a piece of that puzzle, you know, like, all right, well, how much gold jewelry can I melt down and use for something? If I, if people need it for something, you know, can I sell that? I don't know. I think about a lot of weird shit. Probably going to have to melt it down and use it for ammunition. Yeah. Also that, you know, you know, who knows? Gold balls. Yeah. If you can, I don't have any gold jewelry. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you do a little bit. There's not much in there's your rings made of gold. Oh. I wasn't, I wasn't that cheap. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. It should be real diamonds. I don't fucking, I paid for real diamonds, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe bolts won't be worth anything if they take all the guns. I always think that's a funny concept too. Taking all the guns, taking like the super right wingers that think the government's going to take all your guns. That's a kind of a silly concept. They're, they might make it illegal. They might make things illegal and yeah, or make it hard to yeah, get them. Or a tax stamp or, or something yeah, tax all those or things, ammunition but, or something that makes it difficult or highly expensive to, to own them or shoot absolutely. them. Absolutely. Or, you know, ammunition, like the, yeah. that might be difficult to get. Or maybe that could, you know, the production of that could stop. But What do you mean? It hasn't already stopped? Yeah, no shit. Um, I heard they're making it 24-7. And I don't know if that's true. I, I did read a statistic recently, too, that said, I can't remember what percentage uh, of population the United States comprises of the world population, like two, 3%, something like that. I mean, I know we could figure it out pretty easily, but it was like they, they, they comprise 3% <laughs> of the world population, and they own 45% of all firearms. Mm -hmm. I believe that. I do, too. Which... I guess that's the thing for me is the, on, on the whole topic of all the, the whole gun thing. Cause that's obviously um, became a bigger issue recently. Um, this, they, you got something for us? The United States population is equivalent to 4.25% of the total world population. Cool. Thanks guys. Yeah. That's uh it's not very many. 
But if we have we only love guns, our guns. But if we have only guns. Yeah, but when's the last time? Well, you had a baby. It gets a gun. It gets a... You get a gun. You get, <laughs> you get a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I know, like, we talked to how many times we've said that, you know, the U- U.S. hasn't been around for a while, but... Hell, we're trying to make sure it stays around for a while. Absolutely. And at the same time, like, when, you know, if people know their world history and their... Um, not even necessarily their world history, but their world news... When's the last time a foreign adversary tried to invade the United States? Yeah, and I don't even know if it'd be so much as an issue of successfully invading it, maybe even holding it. Like, I, that's what I've heard before. And I'm not saying it'd be easy because, I mean, you turn on the news, Charmin Soft. You, you come soft. to a local bar, true grit. Yeah, I think that's what I think there's a disproportion of how people think look at America, including Americans look at America on both sides, left and right. Like there, we have such a weird, uh, filter in front of our eyes. Of, like people aren't really looking at everything as a whole, like and understanding what's really going on. Isn't that how Trump got elected? He <sighs> yeah. said, there's no way this dude's going to get in. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Four years later, he didn't get back in, but that was their, you know, that was the problem is they didn't expect something like that to happen. Well, and I, so going back to, I think the biggest thing for me, the second amendment always comes back to, uh, regardless of how many faults and shitty things our forefathers did. Um, cause we could talk about that for a long time, but you know, the, People, a lot of times, they'll use that. Well, the Second Amendment wasn't made for, <clears throat> quote, unquote, assault rifles, whatever the fuck that means. Because, you know, all guns are made to assault things. So, whatever. We won't get into definitions right now. It's fine. But, like, no, the Second Amendment was for people to be able to protect themselves. And at that time, it was, they, you know, a lot of times people talk about the Second Amendment now, like, it's the idea that people are, are supposed to be able to protect themselves against other people. Really, you think about the time that that was made and the time that that was created in that, that amendment. Like, I, I'm just assuming here, but I would think that shortly after what those folks just got through and are, we're currently dealing with, and if you don't know, maybe you should do some research. Um, like, the second amendment was to protect themselves from a government with too much power. Like that's exactly what was happening. They were like, no, Hey Britain, go fuck off. And then it was, Hey, we see how governments throughout history become tyrannical over their people. So we want to, as a united people, create something to, you know, be able to stop that in the future. Um, that and apparently people, there's something called the the puckle gun, I think. And it was like a, some sort of a quote-unquote assault rifle that was back in the 1700s. So maybe our forefathers did know a thing or two about the assault rifle. Yeah. I think I think there's just so much, there's so much closed-mindedness that goes around, typically, especially guns. Um, obviously, they do a lot of damage to uh, our nation as a whole, which is... You know, it's a whole different topic that you could obviously talk about for... Dude, right there. 
1718, James Pockle invented a patent. Oh, what was essentially a machine gun. The Puckle gun had a preloaded cylinder which held 11 charges and could fire 63 shots in 7 minutes. Nine shots a minute, baby. That sounds like an assault rifle to me. That was fast then. Yeah. That was cooking. I, mean, I could probably beat it with a slingshot, but... Yeah, that was cooking then, though. But, um, you know, I think that's just a... It gets lost on a lot of people where they... We don't look at all of the factors of the things we're, we're arguing for or against or, you know, and it's... I think it's perpetuated by, you know, going back to the media and social media. Like when you can only type out, you know, so many characters and you can't have the interaction of like seeing people's facial expressions or hearing their tone or, you know, even going back to, you know, the miles episode, um, you know, it's, Hey, like you can't tell people are joking around or you can't eat it. Like there's so much lost in, Social media. And I, I'm, I'm coming to the point where I used to get really angry about it. But I think it's... We just didn't know what to do with it. Like, you look at 20 years ago. None of this shit existed. At all. Like, so, like I mean, barely. You know, the internet was becoming a thing. But even then, do you remember... Chat room, bro? Yeah. <laughs> and that... Do you remember where you were at 1999, December 31st at 11.59 p.m.? No. No? No, dude, I have no idea. I do. Yeah. Um, but I remember, like, I was old enough to grasp some concepts, but young enough to be like, like, people thought the world was going to end. Mm-hmm. Because of the technology couldn't keep up and when it flipped over to 2000. Fucking now look at us. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we just, I just think we just don't know how to handle it. And some people, instead of, they get trapped. And I found myself getting trapped too. Like I, I um, boy, we talked about when Miles was like, I've been on Facebook currently for, for three months yeah. now. Like, yeah, there's a point where sometimes you just got to delete that shit and just walk away. And go fucking read a book or stare at the sun, you know, to <laughs> do something like different. Like, AANA and TA, Technology <laughs> Anonymous. Yeah, man. Here's your chip. You've been off for three months. Yeah. Um, so bringing that back to, I mean, what point were you making there as it, as it pertained to guns or the Second Amendment? Yeah, so I think there's a lot of conversation around the Second Amendment and guns, and there's so much so many words that people use and so many arguments that people use that are so not thoroughly thought out. And I think that's the problem is we don't thoroughly think things out anymore. Um, that no one's willing to sit down and really hear those other opinions or give them properly either, yeah. you know, um, and really to, to, take some time and think about a complex and, and realize it's, Hey, this is a complex issue. And to just say, get rid of it or no, this, no, that this one bullet point, like we are complex beings and we're only continuing to get through technology and all these things we have more complex. So do you think like 
to have a conversation around something that exists, it has to be a complex conversation. And I, I think that that's what's getting lost where it's, well, the forefathers didn't have automatic rifles. Okay. I get that. But guess what? Neither do citizens because those are illegal. Yeah. Like, and you ask a typical person that maybe not typical, but like you, I think we've talked about Colin, Colin Noir. Yeah. You know, a super intelligent guy that, who is very pro gun. Yep. Um, I saw a conversation uh, with him the other day um, that was talking about essentially that like, look like the second amendment wasn't just made so people could have guns. It was made to protect the people from the, the nation from a tyrannical government. There you go. So, and I, I think that's where I lie with that. Like, you know, I, yeah, yeah I don't think people should be allowed to own bazookas. Like those, those, those were bad. Like, you know, an automatic, like, you know, like belt fed, like Gatling guns. Like, yeah, I'd love to have one. Not that I would ever buy one because I don't have that kind of money to like waste. Break out the saw. Get some. Yeah. Like there's no reason for that. But like, you know, the AR-15 is a very hot issue. Like to me, like I, I, I kind of agree that like an AR, it's an AR doesn't stand for assault rifle. I think maybe that's, and maybe that's why it's irritating too. Cause I think they've used that, those two letters and tagged them assault rifles to like make that mental connection with people. But like that gun, like you can, yeah, you can use that for hunting. Like, and people are like, Oh, why do you need so many rounds like that? You don't need that many rounds for hunting. Well, I haven't personally, but I know a handful of people and a lot of people that have dealt like, like in Tennessee and some of the Southern States with hogs. I was just going to say, you ever shot a pig before? Yeah. Have you ever got like, you need more than five rounds to take down a 500 pound hog. Like that's why you need like, and those hogs like destroy shit. Like, and people are like, Oh, well that's, that's because we're on their land. Like, yeah. Or yotes. I mean, you get yeah. a pack of them out there. Yeah. You get a pack of coyotes and all of a sudden you only got two rounds. Mm, you get some coyotes that get frisky enough. Guess what? You get eaten. And if you're okay, I'm, I'm cool with that. Like, we want to throw, you know, we want to bring back like mountain lions and shit. Cool. But I'm a, oh my like, God, it's a real live cougar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you seen that video with the guy that was out running and ran across the uh, mountain lion with hi, her hi, cubs? Hi. Whoa, stop. You're crazy. <laughs> like, he's throwing rocks and shit. I think, yeah, guess what? If I'm in bear country, like, or what was that? Like, where the Kodiak bears or whatever, out those giant, like, Guess what? I want a fucking gun to protect myself from the animals. Yeah. And then it, I'll even, well, we can kind of wrap this up with this. Like those people are like, oh, well, we're on the animals' homes. Okay. Well, start sleeping in a tent out in the middle of nowhere without anything to protect you. You're okay with getting eaten? Okay, great. All right, well, guess what? You also don't get any vaccines. You also don't get processed food. You also don't get, like, you, you can't. Take, modern medicine you yeah you can't pick and choose from human innovation and say well we shouldn't like there's there's got to be some give and take here so you know 
you you let a tarantula sleep in your bed with, <laughs> with you oh yeah like or you know poisonous things like if you want to do that go ahead and take your risks yeah or just go live in australia <laughs> yeah fuck that <laughs> well, it looks the, it looks really cool but <laughs> yeah what do they what do they say about a is it a well-armed society is it a polite society mm-hmm. and and we can get off the guns but that's the thing that kills me no maybe i should use a different word that's the thing that really irritates me about the whole um and obviously i'm not saying that all the other things about like mass shootings and stuff like that, these are terrible events i would never you know i'd never make terrible like these light of terrible events that happen like this but we like we've talked about i'm the person that puts tries to put everything into perspective you know 10 people getting shot up in a grocery store. We should try to do something about that or, you know, kids and do something about that. I'm all honestly, like I'm all for, you know, and I've heard a lot of people say like that waiting periods and suffer shouldn't be a thing. You know what? I'm not even against some waiting periods for background checks and, you know, maybe, maybe some kind of mental health, assessment i don't i don't know but look at some of the cities and some of the institute like some of the places that like yeah you, i was gonna literally you said one one person 10 people died right one person one person died but thousands of times thousands of times and most of most of gun violence i think is, is suicide particularly in 2020 i love that people like oh the We've seen a lot of things about the uptick in mass shootings now. The uptick in gun in gun violence. I've seen a lot of things recently about the uptick in gun violence now is probably gonna it's probably gonna continue since everyone's getting back to normal. Guess what? In 2020, there was more death from guns than ever in a year. The gun violence and death didn't Never go stopped, away. Yeah. We just stopped reporting on it. As it much. increased. We stopped reporting on it. Yeah. So, and now what we're reporting on, we're reporting on these. Because it, it fits a narrative and now it's going for guns. And the thing that kills me the most is like when you look at statistically, like some of the big cities and the violence and, and it's not saying the big cities because of certain people. It's well, you have, when you have more people, you're going to have more violence. Yeah. That's just how it is. But you look at Chicago, like there was a string in, in one, like in a couple months where there were, more weekends than not in a row that well, 20 homicides. 30 40 people were victims of gun violence in single weekends over and over and over yeah what was that on the news never hear a peep about that 40 people die yeah, or, in the same city from gun but or los angeles or baltimore yeah. or new york or wait left cities yeah, and, and I, like, and I don't like to take it to like the the left and right thing. It is kind of I'm not either. It's, it's just interesting. No, yeah, it isn't. There's some correlation there, but to me, that's where that's where I have a hard time. Is I'm not in when if people could hear <laughs> if people could hear me freaking out like my wife does, um, I get why because she, she pushes back on me quite a bit on sometimes because I complain about how these things get reported and I could come off as a, um, I'm trying to think of the word, a, uh, a, like a right wing, um, 
not supporter, but a empathizer. And that's, that's, that's not where my mind's at. And now I'm, I, I, I'm trying to figure out how to articulate myself properly in some of these situations, because what it is, is I see, okay, eight people got shot by this person that clearly has a mental disorder. Supposedly, allegedly, whatever. And then huge, massive national story. All the big people are to all the, it's coverage wall to wall. And then a week later, 10 people die from, you know, another person that does these terrible things. But in the meantime, a hundred people have died in one city from gun violence. That it's the hypocrisy in the not like reporting fairly. It's, it's, it's this weird, like, construction yeah, of narrative sure. that like yeah, that, that that's what i see and it's like wow like and it's hard to say that it's hard to without, you know. yeah without going oh he sounds like a right yeah empathizer so yeah there needs to be some sort of continuity of reporting of like what's good for the goose is good for the gander you need to yeah. report this well let's focus on these hundred here and let's focus on you know what's what's going on in those cities and it goes back to what i said kind of the root problems maybe right. it's maybe it's not really a gun problem maybe it's a, a socioeconomic issue maybe it's a creating right. more opportunities for the neighborhoods and some of the citizens that are their issue yeah uh, you know oh, maybe we shouldn't put a band-aid on it maybe we should actually try and cure the problem which i know is a tall order and it's very complex yeah and that's and that's i guess that's what gets me down is i don't think that's going to happen because it's so complex and it's so ingrained and there's it's such a widespread complex issue with millions and millions and millions of people and the politicians couldn't give a shit less. It's basically what it boils down to. They're just using certain stories and certain headlines to pay their fucking cronies off. And I really think that that's just Republican Democrat. That's just what it is. When you see some of these bills that get passed or some of the bills they are trying to get passed and all this debate and this, that, whatever, and, is Chicago still gun free? Like you're not allowed to own a handgun in Completely Chicago? Completely illegal. Completely illegal, you said? Yeah, not allowed. No guns. Is that that's New York City too. There's New York, you I, from my understanding, New York you can, but it's very, 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 difficult. very, very hard. Yeah, okay. you gotta jump through a lot of hoops. What about LA? Same with California. Like it's all of California's. Yeah, I think not, I don't think all of California, but I think some of the cities are. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm not an expert on that, but like, I know that like Chicago is technically, and I could be wrong, but from what I know, Chicago is a gun free zone. But there's more deaths there every week by guns than I think anywhere in the world. Not not in the world. Sorry, not in the, in, in the nation. Little like the city. Like it just seems. What about Baltimore? I, I have no idea about that one the only reason i know like new york you can have guns because i have known people that live there okay it's very difficult to 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 get you know you yeah. have to have it registered and all like it's you gotta jump through a lot of hoops got some gun laws for us there cash yeah but i know it just none of it all when you when you can really step back and look at everything it it just doesn't make sense if you look at it with a um, 
you know, just a, I've lost the word to, too. It's been a long weekend tone. Um, objective yeah. point of view. Like when you really just, just look at the facts and just look at the numbers and it's just weird. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel from like a personal standpoint? I know like, I know I've been raised with guns. I always had a gun since I was like five years old. Right. I feel very comfortable around firearms. You know, I was taught to uh, be acutely aware of your surroundings mm-hmm. Um, you know, knowing your exits, um, you know, you don't want people coming up behind you. So positionally, um, you know, where you're at, um, I mean, I, I, I feel very comfortable knowing that other people might have guns on them because if the situation arises that the people around me might need to protect themselves, I would hope that they're fairly well trained. And, and I know that this area geographically, like there's a lot of gun people, um, you know, I see people shooting all the time. Uh, you know, if I was in a room with my buddies, I'd feel pretty comfortable if anything went down that, you know, they're trained, they know what they're doing. Um, I mean, I guess like personally, how do you, how do you, do you feel pretty comfortable with other people being around you owning guns? No, I do. I think, you know, I think may, and maybe this is a geographical thing. <clears throat> um, but at the same time as a geographical issue, you know, I, I find that most people are afraid of things they know nothing about. And I think this, this issue is kind of one of those things that, that fits into that. Um, there's obviously outliers and there's obviously times where things just go wrong. Um, but I think for the most part, and I'm a very mathematical person, like I've talked about, I think statistically and mathematically, for the most part, you know, the people that are aware of how guns work and what they are and are familiar with them are typically supporters of them. And people that don't understand, you know, the type of person that owns guns or the type, you know, I think there's a, there's a great divide that's happened, you know, between in a very broad spectrum of, the city folk and the rural folk of the world. Um, and there's, you know, I think it's the two biggest ones I think are maybe not the two biggest ones, but two very glaring ones are, you know, folks that are typically in cities are very liberal and, um, you know, anti gun just for a broad brush. Um, because they don't have those things, you know, obviously like people shouldn't be just, carrying a shotgun around times square. Like, what are you doing? There's no need for that. You know what I mean? But like at the same time, guess what? You go out into a rural environment, people aren't carrying a shotgun into the Walmarts. You know, they're not just walking around with them. I mean, they might have it on the rack in their truck, but right. But that's different. You know what I mean? Like you're not like, I don't know. There's there's that, (laughs) there's that one local dude that wears that. That badge, and he, uh, he open carries like a revolver. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you ever seen that dude at the Walmarts? <laughs> well, that's <laughs> I have not. But I think at the same time, like, we need to understand that people are weird. People are different. People are diverse. Like, even if they look just like you, that person is completely different than you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, and I think that we don't, like, we, we try to. Unless they're a carbon copy of your avatar. Yeah, stop it. Um, I think we get so stuck trying to get, trying to get ourselves into a tribe as it were, that we forget that like 
even as close as your best friends are or the people you are closest to, like that person's an entirely different person than you with so many different things. And if, if most, if people would start being honest with themselves and with each other, you'd realize how different people are. You know what I mean? Even if your best friend, like, or, you know, your wife, that's your best friend. It, like the people that like have been married for 60 years, they just happen to, to fit together properly or they've 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 made themselves fit together properly they've created i think, that I think the latter you know but I, I yeah like they've they've worked on it yeah you know what i mean those are two very different people so like to think that like everyone's the same like yeah there's going to be some outliers there's going to be some crazy ones out there um you know i i'm obviously a supporter of that because you look at to me, I think the biggest thing is you look at around around the world today. How many democracies are there out there? And how much freedom do people really have? I th that It goes back to that discussion of I think we don't realize how much freedom we have in this country. And how it's... It's fading fast. It, it seems to be slowly... Uh, I'd say slowly eroding. But... Over the, it's been happening for a long time. I'd like to see it on like a histogram kind of style, where yeah. like we had this amount of freedom from this period of time. Yeah, but represented properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but I, I think that's the biggest thing is we are so consumed with fight it with infighting. Maybe that's what it is. We're, we're so consumed with infighting that we are no longer realizing what the rest of the world is going through and how easy we have it. You know. Um, I will, uh, I don't, I don't know who, I don't know who said the quote, um, or who created it or whatever, but I know I heard, I've heard Rogan say it a handful of times that, and I really like, when you really think about it and you really just the hard times, yeah, push all the bullshit away. Like I get it, whatever, but the hard times create hard men, hard men create easy times, easy times create soft men. Soft men create hard times. Yeah. Like whatever women, whatever you want to say, like, cause women are a big part of that too. But just taking the, the saying as a, like, phew, it's true. You look at when's the last time we had a hard time in this country. World War two ish. And really that wasn't that hard for as far. Like world war two is atrocious. But for the was World War II really that hard for us compared to some of the other countries around the world? Yeah. That wasn't shit for us. I mean, all things are relative, so Right, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. the last time we've really seen I mean, United States has never has never really seen that much of a hard time. Civil War. Yeah, but there's countries that have been going through civil, civil war forever, yeah. before we started the civil war sure, sure. and are still going through it. You know what I mean? So that, that's what I try to look at that as a whole yeah, right, scheme of things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm just, people don't look at through that lens. So I like, know, I know, but I, I'm not trying to, you know, downplay anyone's real problems or any, any, no, no, so, but I think it's, I'm not trying to downplay. No, no. It. And I know you are. I just want to make sure like listeners understand that we're not trying to diminish anything that someone's no. gone through or go, Hey, well, that wasn't hard for you, even though, you know, you, were abused or were, you know, whatever, not, no. nothing like that. Yeah, absolutely. But I think it's, it's good to try to put in perspective as a whole, 
you know, I think it was it when through the um, the one conversation we had, I can't remember who it was with now, but like it was, we weren't chosen to be born here. You could have been born anywhere. Yeah. You know, what, what other life could you be living right now? Incidentally, there's a lot of places around the world that, you know what? I feel fucking lucky yeah. that I was born here. And in my mind, I like to understand what the rest of the world, at least attempt to understand what the rest of the world is going through. So I can not downplay the bad things that people go through here, but to appreciate the good things that we have. True. I always talk to my patients about dig deep enough and you'll find a blessing regardless of how dark the situation seems. Yeah. Amen. Not that we're going to bring it back to guns, but I spent all that time because there is a lot of misconceptions about Chicago gun laws. But as it turns out, no matter how many times people say Chicago has the strictest gun laws in the country, it's not true. Gun laws in New York, L.A., San Fran are all much stricter than Chicago's are today. If you live in the city of Chicago, you can own firearms. You just have to meet certain criteria. You have to be 21 years of age or older. You have to have a owner's identification card, which you just get from the state. Um, I did see that there is a longer um, wait time. A wait time. Um, you must have a concealed carry license if you intend to remove the gun from your home. Um, Wait, so can you can you concealed carry in Chicago? So I'm finding uh, different things. Like there are certain weight, certain too, times. Like this is, there's a lot. It's, it's, and it's changed. There's a history of. Right. No, well, I will say, I, I never said that you couldn't. Well, maybe I did. Maybe I did allude that you couldn't own guns in Chicago. Um, Sounds like we need to do a little more research. Not no, you. I'm just saying. No, yeah, general for, no, yeah, yeah. I'd like in to general, know the different cities. Like, yeah, for sure. But I think you you can't deny how many people die from gun violence in Chicago. What? So I would like to know how many of those guns. And this is, I think, it, this. This gets tossed us. This gets tossed out by how many of those were legally the Republican, yeah, guns? the Republican side, and it gets tossed aside by the typical liberal side of things. The anti, we'll just say yeah, gun people yeah, versus because no you never know. Because yeah, because there's some Democrats that I've met that are for guns. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, so I think the one point that gets brought up a lot by gun people and tossed out by non-gun people is or just get skated over is all right well like you said how many of those guns are legal that are killing people in some of these places yeah have serial numbers weren't bought off the street can be traced to you know some sort of a store with a background check done right and to me like i'm for those things as am i in a sense you know what i mean like but there's it just goes to the point that there's a lot more to this that that topic then guns kill people well no shit so do knives and cars and airplanes and fucking mcdonald's fair point you know what i mean so like to me i'm a, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a root cause guy yeah 
you know, like I get it. These are problems, but we're not going to fix the problem. We're not going to fix people dying from getting rid of the, the bullets. Yeah. It sounds like we should look at it from a standpoint of a provider, man, the form of differential diagnosis. Like here's our symptoms. Well, let's, let's look at the symptoms yeah. and go try and find, and, and there might not be a root cause. It might be multiple multiple things right but let's work address. on those things oh yeah yeah because those just, things are going to be more impactful than anything yeah instead of just band-aids right because band-aids fucking they fall off after yeah you they take don't, a shower and they, last they don't day. fix bullet holes nope <laughs> you know it's like the same thing um we talked about the trees and stuff you know what you cut yourself with a chainsaw you can't stitch up hamburger <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. not, it's not like taking a knife and cutting. Yeah. You, you shred your, your meat with a fucking chainsaw. You can't stitch up hamburger. Yeah. But you know what you can do is to teach the person using the chainsaw. Yeah. Corrective actions, common sense, put your chaps on, put your hard hat on, know how yeah. you're cutting, use two hands. Let's try to avoid mm-hmm. making contact with this thing. That's going to shred me to pieces. Making changes so that it doesn't, it's not repeated. That's right. And staying chronically curious and asking questions. Cool.